when we are on Instagram and we log into the app and we're going to show up as our business, there are a couple things that we should do before we even start pushing that plus sign to let go a story or a post or a reel. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Welcome back to the Small Minded Podcast, everybody. I am so excited to come at you this week with a tactical episode. We have done so many amazing guest episodes, but I felt like it was time to return with some strategic, actionable advice that you guys could implement right away. And we're going to keep it short and sweet so that it's easy for you guys to consume, think about, and then act on as soon as you get done listening. So stay tuned for some super awesome advice from me, Molly, all about Instagram best practices and updates that are new for the summer of 2021. Okay, so if you're new here to Small Minded, on this podcast, we have a whole lot of different things that we chat about. We talk about small businesses, we talk about small towns, But in my day job, I am a social media marketer for these small town, small businesses. So every so often I come at you with some advice that I think you guys could use. And today we're going to break down Instagram. So if you're not familiar with the social media platforms, Instagram is one of the trendiest platforms out there right now. So Instagram is part of Facebook Corporation. So they are technically owned by Facebook. So a lot of the things that Facebook has behind it, powering it, like data and Facebook ads and all those things, you can also utilize over on your Instagram accounts. But some of the advantages that Instagram offers you from a business standpoint over Facebook is that they have these really awesome things called their sub-platforms. And this can be called a lot of different things, but essentially you have the app itself, which is Instagram. And then in order to create your content, you have a whole lot of these different options at your disposal, right? So you can just create a post, like share a picture or a few pictures or a video, write your caption and put it out there. Now, in addition to just sharing these post formats, you also have some of these features that are unique to Instagram, like stories, which is a knockoff of Snapchat. So it's these little bits of your day can be photos or videos. But they are only available for 24 hours. They have a length of anywhere from 5 to 60 seconds. And people can consume them right along at a pretty fast clip. They are gone after 24 hours. And then you can create more. Okay? So that's stories. So you've got posts. You've got stories. Now, IG is known for just knocking off other social media platforms. So the other thing that they have incorporated over the years is to compete with YouTube. And this is called IGTV. So this is for longer format video content. So if you want people to find things like tutorials or question and answer sessions or live videos where you are explaining something or you're interacting with your audience and your community, and IGTV is good for that. So that's going to be your long format video. Most recent to the IG sub platforms 
is this trend called reels. Again, stolen from somewhere else. This one is from TikTok. So if you are a fan of TikTok, those snappy little like five to 60 second videos, they're highly entertaining or educational. You can consume them quickly and you just like feel good after watching them, right? I mean, I guess maybe that's just me. I'm imparting too much of my feeling on you. But Instagram reels are the equivalent of TikTok on the Instagram platform. Now, when you have all of these at your disposal, it can be so much fun. Well, it's fun for me. But it can also be super confusing for a business owner who's like, um, which one is going to be most beneficial for me and my audience? What's the one that I'm going to utilize? So I'm going to dig into that because a lot of the questions that you guys submitted about this episode in particular about like, how do I know which one is right for me to use? Or how do I plan content that would be good on stories versus reels versus IGTV? So we're going to get into that. But I thought I wanted to first just lay that groundwork of understanding what app Instagram is, what are the different features of Instagram, and why do you need to know that? So we dug into that. The other cool thing about Instagram that helps you get reach and get in front of other people that may not follow you yet or that you may not know about are these things called hashtags. So that's that little pound sign that goes ahead of a word or a phrase. And what that does is it almost acts like a search engine. So if you are a fitness account, for example, if you run a gym in your community and you want to be found by other people who are searching for in-home workouts, for example, you could use a series of hashtags like hashtag in-home workout, hashtag at-home workout, hashtag workouts for men, hashtag strength training workouts for men, hashtag hit workouts for men. So you're going to come up with a whole bunch of words and phrases that would be something searchable by a person who utilizes your services or your products, okay? Same thing fits if you're a stylist in your community. So let's say you do extensions for women. So you might want to use things like hashtag hair extensions, hashtag hair extensions for women, hashtag extensions in Iowa, hashtag extensions Dubuque, Iowa, hashtag hair extensions Dubuque, Iowa. So you can put together any order, any array of these words and phrases, but the whole goal of these hashtags is to A, be found by people who need what you have to offer, and B, that you can then also use these same hashtags to interact with other people in your industry, find out a little bit more about your competitors. Maybe you look at what they're posting so you can get some creative ideas for ways that you can show up on your Instagram account. But hashtags are super, super fun once you get the gist of them. And they also help you get seen and get additional reach out of your posts. So when we are on Instagram and we log into the app and we're going to show up as our business, there are a couple things that we should do before we even start pushing that plus sign to let go a story or a post or a reel. So first of all, how much time do you have right now? Because we know that social media and Instagram in particular can be a time suck. And when I talk to business owners and entrepreneurs all over the place, we're all talking about how we just don't have enough time, right? And what I found, and I am just as guilty of this as anybody else, is that I can mindlessly scroll and consume other people's content and not have any regards for the time. So first of all, when you log in to either post or to just be on the app, make sure that you're setting some time constraints for yourself. This will help you feel like you are not overindulging in social. It will help you feel like you're using it constructively. I call this time my market research. And 
I, I laugh because my husband laughs at me when I say that, but it's true. And when you have those time constraints, you're going to use it more efficiently, right? So I can come to Instagram for a couple of purposes. So the first reason I would log into Instagram, like if it's right away in the morning or right before bed, is to just mindlessly scroll, which I do too much of. But if I can set some time constraints for myself, I'll do that less. The other reason I might log into Instagram is to intentionally engage with other accounts. So this is me, again, setting a time frame. All you really need to do is like 15 minutes a couple times per week. But what you can do, and if you want more information about like the specific 15-minute strategy, I have a previous episode that I can link to in the show notes. But you can go back to my blog and to an earlier episode of the podcast where I detail this process. But I go in, so for that 15 minutes, I spend five minutes liking and commenting on other people's posts, and I'm strategic about who I engage with. So it might be somebody that I consider like a mentor, and I want to kind of get on their radar. Or it could be somebody that I'm friends with, whether in real life, um, in my community, uh, as a business friendship, etc. And then I also intentionally follow and engage with some people who I think would be in my ideal client world. So I go through, I like, and I scroll, and I comment, and I scroll, and if I come across a post I really like, I'll share it to my own stories. All right, so that's for my first few minutes. Then, remember, if I'm logging into Instagram for specific intentional engagement, I then go in and I can search for hashtags in my location where I want to find new businesses or new organizations or new people or brands that are in my area. So I can search hashtag Iowa, hashtag Eastern Iowa, and see if that populates any new businesses or people that I don't follow yet. And if I find somebody who I think would be in my ideal audience, I can interact with their posts, I can follow them, so I get on their radar. Same thing goes for people in my industry. So for example, my industry is working with small town, small businesses. So I might search something like hashtag small town business and see what that populates. Or I might search what I think my audience would be searching. So maybe like hashtag social media help. And then that might bring up posts or stories where people are seeking out social media help and they've used that hashtag to help it get out there in front of the right eyes. I hope this makes sense, you guys. I know I'm going through it like rapid fire. But anyway, and then for the last five minutes that I am doing my intentional engagement on Instagram, I'm going to go through and I'm going to engage bomb someone. And that means find an account that I want to get on the radar of, and I'm going to go through and I'm going to like a ton of their posts. I'm going to comment on a ton of their posts. I might even share a couple of their posts to my stories. But the whole purpose of this is to give them that initial like shock of, whoa, I open my app and I have like 15 or 25 or 30 notifications. And then when they go to that notifications, they're going to just see Molly Knuth Media, Molly Knuth Media, Molly Knuth Media, Molly Knuth Media. And that might make them sit up and pay attention and say, hey, this is somebody I should be following or messaging or whatever. So that's how I spend that last time. But I do this not just to get on people's radars, but also to create more than just a sales billboard on my social media accounts. I want this to be a social place for myself, my followers, and the people I follow. I want to create real authentic connections. And the way to do that is not to sit back and wait for other people to find my account, wait for other people to like tiptoe into my little corner of the Instagram world. I have to take that first step. So when I do that 15 minutes of engagement, that's me putting myself out there, 
starting to make connections. It's like if you're in your small town and you're at the bar and you see somebody at the table next to you that's sitting by themselves or they're new, you go up and you say hi. That's what we're doing with that 15 minutes of intentional engagement. So sometimes I'm mindlessly scrolling on Instagram. Sometimes I'm doing that 15-minute strategic engagement. The last reason I might be opening up that app is to post, okay? And when I'm going to post, the first thing I have to think about is what am I trying to communicate to my audience? So this doesn't usually change. With Instagram, I want to create and share something that is valuable. I want to just make sure that whatever I'm putting out today, whether it's a story or a post or a reel, that it's going to find somebody and they're going to say, wow, this is just what I needed today. And maybe what they needed today is a list of my services and how they can get somebody to do their social media for them. Maybe what they need that day is just somebody saying, hey, business owner, you did great this week, but it's okay to log off for a while and chill. So what they might need in a day is a million different things. But whatever I put out there, I want to make sure that it's valuable. And just a good rule of thumb is like, if you wouldn't stop your scroll to like the post that you're sharing or watch the video that you've just created, why are you asking other people to do it? So make sure that what you're putting out there is valuable, that you see value in it. And then it means that it's probably something that is going to be beneficial to your audience. And I've heard from various industry experts that it might not necessarily be valuable to you as you are today because you're wise and you're an expert in your field and all that great stuff. But think about the you of three years ago or five years ago. What were some of those pivotal things that you've learned in that time that somebody else is looking for right now? That's the goal. That's the value you want to share out. So if I look at myself three to five years ago, starting out in social media, I know there's a lot of people who are just beginning businesses or there are people who just haven't taken the plunge into Instagram yet. So I need to go back and think, okay, when I started Instagram, what were some of those things that tripped me up? What were some of those things that scared me? What were some of those things that I learned and I was like, duh, that makes it so much simpler. That's the things, the valuable pieces of content, those nuggets of gold that I want to share out on my content on Instagram. So first, when you're going to post, share something that's going to be valuable. Secondly, when you're considering what to post on Instagram, you can consider what format of content. This is where we dig into that stories or posts or reels. So if you have limited time to create this post, I would recommend creating a story because stories are super fast and easy. You can just take a photo of wherever you're standing, add some text, say, this is what I'm working on today, and then the story is done. Stories are like widely considered among audiences to be like, it's ephemeral content. It's disappearing in 24 hours, which means it doesn't have to be super professional. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It can be candid, especially in small towns. We want to see that stories area showing the real you behind the business, the real people, the behind the scenes that we may not see if we're only in the front of the house of your restaurant or if we're only ever in the waiting room at your car dealership. So that's how you use stories. You can show the behind the scenes. You can let your hair down. You can be the candid person or team that you are when you're just joking around with each other at break time. That's where stories can exist. And those are super easy. And I want those to just be very non-threatening to create, okay? Because they don't have to be polished. They don't have to be perfect. They just want to be you showing up, all right? Now, if we're looking at creating a post, that's something that's going to take a little bit more time to create because 
you want to have a picture or a graphic that you've created, maybe using a software like Canva. Again, I've got a whole other episode about Canva. So if you guys want more details about how to use a graphic design software that anybody can use regardless of graphic design degree, then you got to go to Canva. But you can create that post or you can have a series of pictures or a short video. But what takes the longest in creating a post on Instagram is writing that caption. And I know that that can be such a tricky thing. But the general rule of thumb that I use when I'm writing a caption is to start with a hook. So something that's going to capture people's attention and you only have a sentence to do that. So you can use like a really scroll stopping statement or statistic or question. Or you can start with a call to action like, like this post, share this post, save this post to refer to later. But that first sentence is prime real estate, friend. So you want to make sure that you use it to your maximum advantage and you either get people to stop their scroll by giving them an action to take right away, that call to action, or you give them some sentence that's going to make them answer a question, stop in their tracks, consider an alarming statistic, things like that. After that first sentence, then I can go into what I want people to get from that post. So if it's a picture of me in my small town, maybe I go into talking about why my small town is important or what we have going on this weekend. Or if it's a picture of a client, maybe I talk about who this client is, what they do, and how you can get in touch with them. Or if I'm explaining the steps in a process, maybe this is where I flesh those steps out a little bit more. But that body of the caption, that's where it can take us a little bit of time to develop. And then I want to end the post with something I want my audience to do next. So if I don't give them that last piece of this three-part caption, then they're just going to keep scrolling and move right along. But if I want them to remember me, I got to give them something to do next. So that last piece of this three-part caption on Instagram, that can be the like this post, that can be the share to refer back to later, or it can be the, hey, head over to my account and make sure you're following me because I'm going to be sharing even more great Instagram tips this week. Or it can be, hey, head over to my website if you want to grab this awesome thermal tote, whatever it is that you're selling. And then the other thing that takes a lot of time when you're creating that post is hashtags. And we talked about what hashtags are already, but you can like take forever, really, if you're researching hashtags. But what I like to do is keep hashtags handy by using an app like HishHash, or you can even just simply save lists of hashtags on a Google spreadsheet or in the notes app on your phone. So then you can just copy and paste them quickly. But if we're looking again at that hierarchy of posting, the easiest thing to make is going to be a story. The next thing that's going to take a little bit longer is going to be that post format. And then what I think is going to take you the longest, but it's also the most rewarding are reels. So reels are those tiktok videos that we already explained, but they do take some time to create because video editing is a little clunky. It's time consuming. And whether you're filming it in real time or you're pulling video from your camera roll, it just is kind of a drawn out process. And you still have to write that caption. You still have to add those hashtags. So it's like a post, but a little bit next level. And I don't want you to be intimidated by reels because they can be super, super simple if you want them to be. They do not need to be you dancing. They do not need to have a flashy green screen behind you. They can be super simple, just you looking at the camera or you explaining something and you're not even showing your face. You can just be showing a project or something like that. But 
the advantage of using reels is that right now Instagram is really moving in the direction of being a contender on video marketing. Okay. So I know there was a big kerfuffle about like the CEO of Instagram just recently saying something like Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app. Well, guys, it is still a photo sharing app, but they right now are prioritizing video because people want to consume video. People are watching video in crazy numbers. So what Instagram is doing is anybody who is utilizing video is getting rewarded by having their posts shared with more people. And I've noticed this firsthand, not only in the Reels video format, but also when I use videos in my stories. So like even a month ago when I would create video stories, I'd get maybe like 200, 100 to 200 reach on each video story that I create. And that just means that that story has appeared between 100 and 200 times on 100 to 200 different devices. But now, because they are promoting video so much and I am a regular user of video and stories, I'm getting 500 to 700 reach on each story. So it's worth your time to get into video. And it can be super intimidating at first, but the more you do it, the easier it gets, the quicker you get, the more efficiently you can produce these videos. And the algorithm is going to reward you with better reach on your posts, which is a great return on your investment in social media. So that is my breakdown of Instagram. We've covered what the different sub-platforms of Instagram are. We talked about how to utilize your time efficiently and effectively on Instagram. We talked about how to know which kind of sub-platform to use, which is going to be the quickest for you, which is going to take a little more time. And we talked about how the CEO recently said that Instagram is going to start favoring and rewarding video. So this is a ton of information to take in, guys. But my biggest thing, if you're not listening, if you're multitasking, I want you to come back to me right now. You can make Instagram simple. That's it. You don't have to utilize every single piece of Instagram to have a great Instagram account. Go back to what we said time and time again. If you're sharing valuable content, if you're creating for those people who needed what you needed three, five years ago, No matter whether it's a reel, a story, or a post, you are going to have a good Instagram account. Then as you get comfortable, as you get used to creating this valuable content, that's where you can start layering in these various sub-platforms. That's where you can start adding in this three-step caption writing process. That's where you can incorporate these hashtags and start saving hashtag lists. But you don't have to start there. Start simple. Create value for the person you were three to five years ago who was seeking answers, whether in the services you offer or in the products that you produce. Create content for that person who you can help. And then you will have a great foundation to grow from on Instagram. All right, guys. I just had a couple other questions that were submitted that I didn't have a chance to incorporate in other places in this podcast. So I'm just going to quickly answer a couple Instagram FAQs, frequently asked questions, and then I want you guys to get out there and you can either start by creating a post, creating a story, or heading out and doing some intentional engagement of your own on Instagram. But whenever you close down this podcast, I want you to go right into your Instagram app and incorporate one new thing that you learned today. Now, I'm going to remind you of that in just a second, but the frequently asked question that I didn't get to that I get all the time and when I was prepping for this podcast, is how many times a week should I be posting? 
And that's going to be different for every single person who has a business account on Instagram. So it's going to factor in like, what is your purpose? If you want to grow, if you want to get more people's attention, if you want to really expand your account, then what you're going to want to do is get awareness. And how you're going to get awareness about you is posting like once per day, maybe even twice per day, using hashtags and just getting really used to creating content on a regular basis and over the long term. So that doesn't mean showing up once per day for a week because that's not long term. So you want to get used to showing up maybe five to seven times per week over the span of about four to six weeks. So you have some consistent basis to go off of. All right. So whether that's creating posts for that time frame, it might just be showing up in stories for that time frame or creating reels, pick something, but show up consistently for a number of weeks. That's going to get you a really good foundation. And then if you want to, like when I know I'm going to be creating a new workshop opportunity or um, something that's really exciting that's coming up at late August, um, you're going to want to be there. So when I get that opportunity launched out there, I'm probably going to be posting twice per day because I want that awareness to be there. But I do not recommend posting any more than two times per day. That's just going to be a lot. For stories, you can post like I would say maybe once per day on your slow days. And then if you're really like maximizing the day, like sometimes I take people behind the scenes, like live a day in my life. And so what I'll do on those days is post probably like 15 to 25 stories, but that might get a bit excessive. People probably get annoyed with me. So I would say on an average day, I'm probably making five stories up to eight stories. But I just like, again, I just show up consistently. Some days are going to be a lot. Some days are going to be one but I just show up pretty much daily in stories. But again, once I'm selling something or I have something that is super valuable that I want people to know about, I'm going to like ramp that up a little bit. But there's no magic number that says everybody has to do this or everybody has to do that. Because like I said, there's going to be seasons when I'm selling and there's going to be seasons in my business where I'm trying to maintain or maybe when I'm even taking my foot off the gas. So that's going to determine how often I'm posting. The other thing that's going to determine how often I post is my time. So if I'm super swamped with client work, I'm probably not going to show up on my own accounts as often. But if I am really trying to maximize my new opportunity, like if I'm launching a new product or I want to fill up a schedule, then I am going to make sure that I'm showing up regularly because I want to make sure that I am growing into this next season. All right. And if you have skill level that is like you're still learning the ropes of Instagram, don't put the pressure on yourself to show up daily. You can show up in whatever format and however frequently that looks for you, okay? So let's say somebody who is just starting out, they're not very familiar with Instagram, they have a limited Instagram technology level, and they're not really growing their business. They just want to learn the ropes of Instagram. Maybe just show up once a week, twice a week to get your feet wet. Now, somebody who is launching a $500 product, they are well-versed in creating short videos, then what you're going to want to do is maybe show up once or twice per day. So it all depends on what you have going on in this season of your business, your comfortability with creating on the Instagram platform, and whatever time you have to create that content. Another question I get frequently is how many hashtags should I use on a post? So I used to say all the way up until like a couple months ago, you had the opportunity to use 30 hashtags per post. And then I said, might as well use them all. But recently, Instagram itself came out and said, right now they're testing and they're 
rewarding people who use somewhere between eight to 15 hashtags per post. So what am I going to do? I'm going to follow Instagram's advice and I'm going to use eight to 15. Simple as that. I'll let you know if it changes. (laughs) Frequently asked question number three, what time of day is best to post? So my answer to that is, again, it depends on your account. So the best guide I can give you is that think about your own habits. When are you likely to be scrolling on your phone? For me, that's going to be like right when I wake up, probably over my lunch hour while I'm eating, and then right before bed. So if my audience is similar to me, if my ideal target is someone who is similar to me in age or in their employment status, then that's probably a good time frame for me to use as a resource. But I'm always testing that out. So I'm not going to just for the next year only post at 7 a.m. Some days I'll post at 7 a.m. Some days I'll post at noon. Some days I'll post at 3 p.m. And then I'll just like kind of keep note of which posts are getting the most reach, which ones are getting the most likes and comments. And then I kind of change up my posting schedule in regards to that data. Now you can see all that data if you have a business Instagram account, which If you have Instagram and you are a business, you should be using a business account for that. Um, But then that gives you insights not only on each post, but it can also, if you go to your profile and you click on those three lines in the upper right-hand corner, and then it'll bring up a pop-up menu and you click insights, that'll give you a breakdown of all of your posts. You can choose the last seven days, you can choose the last 30 days, and you can see exactly what those trends are. And one of those trends you can look at too are your busy times of day. But again, I don't always consult that busy times of day map. What I do is I think about who is my target audience? What are their habits likely to be? When are they going to have free time to just scroll their phone? And then that's when I plan my posts for. Last frequently asked question, how do I schedule posts on Instagram? So you can always use third-party software like Later, Plan, Planoly. Planoly was the one that I chose to use for a number of years. But just recently, Facebook Business Suite integrated Instagram carousels and stories into their scheduling option. So what I would highly recommend is just using Facebook Business Suite. Just Google Facebook Business Suite. It will take you to your business Facebook page and then you can, um, with a couple clicks, tie in your Instagram account. And then that takes you to the option to schedule posts not only for Facebook, but you can also schedule Instagram posts and Instagram stories which will save you so much time. I love that we have that scheduling opportunity now. All right, guys, I said I was going to keep this short and sweet. We are almost to the 30-minute mark. So as soon as you are done listening to this episode, head over to Instagram. I want you to incorporate something. Maybe it's going to be making that story. Maybe it's going to be creating a valuable reel. Maybe it's going to be intentionally engaging with hashtags. Maybe it's going to be doing that engagement bomb on an account you want to catch the eye of. But do something new that you learned from this episode. And then send me a DM either at Small Minded Podcast or over at Molly Knuth Media and tell me what you did. I will be so pumped if I can hear about the ways that you had utilized Instagram after hearing it on this episode. Let me know if you run into any struggles or challenges or if you have any successes as a result of these new strategies that you learned today. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode of the Small Minded Podcast. And I am so eternally grateful, but if you are a podcast listener and you're not yet listening to Rural Revival, make sure you head over there too. I had the opportunity to be interviewed for a podcast over there. It was one of the first podcasts that I listened to on the regular, and I was so honored for Dana, the podcast host over at Rural Revival, to have me on 
for her most recent episode. So head over to Rural Revival, give that one a listen, and let me know what you think. All right, friends, thanks so much for being here, and I will be back next week with another episode. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well lived being small minded.